Episode 19, Chaos. For your reference, Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 9. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, Meditate on these things, the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me. These do, and the God of peace will be with you. Well, this is the first episode for uh, Broken Places and Broken Spaces of 2021. Um, I was prepared to record this episode in January to begin, um, of course, the new year. God has some other plans, some other things going on. And so um, I'm just thankful to have uh, been able to come into a new year. Um, still in my right mind, still with a heart that is set on pleasing God. And so here we are today, um, recording this new episode. Um, and as we already know, you know, 2020 was one heck of a year. Um, I, I know that none of us could really see, um, it coming, meaning the particular circumstances that unfolded. However, we know that the word, um, definitely, um, if you are a believer has prepared us for, um, some troublesome, um, times. And as Matthew 24, Jesus calls the time of sorrow. However, um, I think there are many words that we probably could use to describe 2020. Um, you know, fearful, hurtful, um, loss, um, you know, tragedy. Um, but the word, one, one of the words that I would choose would be chaotic. 2020 was definitely a year of chaos. And so as many of us were preparing to enter into 2021, all were just ready to leave 2020 behind, believing that 2020, 2021 would be different. And so the question that I wrote in my notes when I prepared to record this in January was what if 2021 isn't going to be better or isn't going to be different? Um, as we saw the chaos unfold of 2020 in every area of our life and you you know very uniquely globally so not just affecting the United States not just affecting the state that we live in not just affecting our city or our community or our neighborhood or even our home but globally we all in some way or another were thrown into the chaos of a pandemic and so you know God showed kind of gave me a different perspective of of looking at you know 2020 where um he showed me that he 
was operating under the veil of a pandemic. And yes, there were some things that he was looking to um, accomplish and it did require some judgment and it did require some loss. And if we, if we know our word and read our word, we know that he is a God of judgment. We know that he, he is a God of justice, that he has to right the wrongs that have been done. And so the chaos um, it's not something that God is unfamiliar with. When I looked up that word um, to, to search for a biblical definition, I came across the word, um, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe this is in the Hebrew, the word tohu, which means formlessness, confusion, emptiness. And definitely we can um, see how that word could be applied to the year uh, 2020. However, in the Bible, where we see God coming into, um, you know, crashing into Tohu would be in Genesis, where what we see is the first stage of creation, creation, God did what we know him able to do. He brought something out of nothing, um, coming into, um, you know, the first stage of creation. If you go into Genesis chapter one. Let's take a little walk through our Bible here. So if you go into Genesis, look at the first verse. And actually, you can look at the first two verses. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. First two being the most important. The earth was without form and void. So looking at that tohu, here's where we see chaos. Here is where we see in the very first uh, stages of creation, in the beginning um, of time as we know it the the earth was in a state of chaos because it was without form it was it says and void and darkness was um on the face of the deep and thank you jesus it says that the spirit of god was hovering over the face of the waters and then of course as we go into the verses god starts off um bringing order into chaos by speaking let there be light so chaos is um a disorderly confused condition or state a state of complete disorder or confusion and as you know i just referenced the first stage of creation where having brought something out of nothing god had not yet brought key word here order to the universe uh this primeval chaos meaning you know primitive very early often symbolized by surging waters and so in that in that verse we see, and I just that quick I flipped away from it, but in that, you know, in those first two verses we see um that God was hovering over the face of the water. So again, here that chaos being symbolized symbolized by waters uh threatens to disrupt God's order at any time. So um here God, you know, here we we are kind of like introduced to the scene where God is hovering over this chaotic situation. There is no form, it is empty, meaning that it is void. And so God has come to set order to establish his order in the universe beginning with speaking light. And so when we look at, you know, our lives, amen, when we look at, you know, not just 2020, but when we look when we self-reflect and look at just our lives, um we see sometimes, you know, chaotic situations and we feel like we are thrust into um, these circumstances that are full of chaos. And um, that, that word tohu, part of that definition was confusion. And we know that the word says that God is not the author of confusion. 
as we can see even in the beginning where he is coming to set order into this confusion even though you would probably say well there was nothing there so how but but it was it needed order it needed to be established it needs to be created and God of course is that creator same thing in our lives so when we're you know, we're looking at our lives and we're seeing what we feel like is just kind of like an upheaval and like unrest and confusion and everything just feels chaotic. God is the only person, amen, who is able to step into chaos. He is able to step into confusion and he is able, even when things feel chaotic, even when things are chaotic, he is the only one that is able to come in and then speak order into our lives. Amen. And so, um, I wrote here, spiritual disorder brings physical chaos. Sometimes in our lives when we're trying to figure out why everything is so chaotic, why there's so much confusion, why things seem like they're at such an unrest and there seems to be no peace. Sometimes it is a manifestation of the spiritual disorder that is present in our lives, whether it means that we are out of alignment, whether it means we're in a backslidden state, whether it means that we are we have not even accepted salvation. And sometimes the spiritual disorder can mean like I said, that there are um, parts of our life that has caused us to slip out of alignment and we, we have to get um, those things in order, amen, so that we can be back in alignment so that in our lives, what we see is a manifestation of peace. With 2020, uh, many of us, like I said, we were, you know, ready and raring to go into 20, 2021. And what I say here in my notes is, what if it isn't going to be different? And again, God is the only one that is able to step into a situation. Amen. He's the only one who can step into a circumstance and speak order to that thing. So what if God isn't ready to speak order into the chaos of this pandemic? What if God is not yet ready, amen, to, as we like to say, bring things back to normal? What you have a choice, you can choose to continue to, to live and function in um, the fruits of chaos, fear and uncertainty and, you know, being overwhelmed. Or as it says in first Peter chapter three, verse 11, it says that we can seek peace and pursue it because the peace is there. The verses that I um, read, you know, the scriptures for your reference, they all speak of a peace that is available to us. But if you read all of those verses, there are things that we have to do in order to be able to walk in that peace or to be kept in that peace or to have that peace. Um, and, and I actually didn't even quote that verse to have that peace that passeth all yes I did <laughs> that peace that passes all understanding um to guard our minds um in order to be kept in peace we've got to do what keep our minds stayed on God because uh, and have our trust in him in order that that peace that passes all understanding guard our hearts and minds what did the beginning of that verse say we can't be anxious we can't be worrying, but instead of being anxious and instead of worrying, what do we have to do? We have to go to God in prayer for everything, making our requests known, giving him thanks. And when we do that, when we um, develop that that life of prayer, that lifestyle of prayer, that um, habit, amen, of continuously going to the Father when things are presenting themselves as chaotic, when things are presenting themselves as being out of order, when there's uncertainty, when we're feeling overwhelmed, when we have doubt, if we make that our lifestyle, amen, to consistently 
take it back to God in prayer, cast our cares upon him, not worry. Instead, take those requests that we have, take those concerns that we have to him. Then the peace that passes all understanding can guard our hearts and minds. And so like it tells us in Peter, we have to pursue the peace of God. It's available. And and, and in our pursuit, it doesn't mean that we chase it, amen. But in our pursuit, what it means is we do those things that, that he tells us to so that we can rest in the peace of God, so that we can be kept by the peace of God, so that we can embrace the peace of God, even in the midst of a pandemic. Chaos has to be brought into order. Well, again, I've I've said it, um, you know, several times during this um, recording, we don't have that power to speak order into chaos. God is the God of order. He is the God who is able to to um, to speak order into chaos. So how do how do we as the people of God, how do we as people like the scripture said uh, in Isaiah that Uh, He'll keep us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him because we trust him. How do those of us who are trusting in him, how do we receive the, the order that God seeks to bring into chaos? We have to surrender our control. We have to understand, first of all, we have no control. And so that illusion that we somehow are in control, we have to surrender that. Taking us back to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exhausts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every uh, thought into captivity. We, ha- we aren't in control. That sometimes is a part of our problem and our issue and feeling overwhelmed and feeling like things just aren't going right because we are steadily on that hamster wheel, amen, feeling like if I just do this and if I could just get here and if I could just do this, then everything will be under control. No, God is the God of order. As we surrender our lives to him, as we surrender our control to him, amen, as we um, yield to him and allow him to be the Lord of our life, he speaks that order into our chaos. He speaks that order into our life. He is the one who is in control as we know that he is sovereign and he is provident. And so when we recognize that, when we come to the end of ourself, And when we recognize that God is the God who is in full control, never loses control, when we um, recognize that he is the God of order, he is the one that will speak to that thing and um, light can be created. He He gives us the creative power. When we yield to him, when we allow when we allow him to do what he needs to do now what we can see is what we saw in Genesis verse 1 chapter 1 verse 2 he mastered the chaos amen he stepped into he was in that void in that emptiness in that formlessness and he mastered it and how do we see it mastered we see him bringing something out of nothing there was nothing there for him to work with Amen. There was nothing there for him to use to create light. But what did he do? He spoke that thing. Amen. He spoke and said, let there be light. Let there be light. And then there was light. He spoke it. He said it. And it happened. Amen. We have to know that God, that same God with those same creative powers, powers of creation, that same God who was able to master the chaos of an unformed world or 
unformed earth is the same God of our circumstances if we allow him to be. He is the same God who seeks to step into our circumstances. The same God who seeks to step into those broken places that we have and those broken spaces that we have that often are feeling so chaotic. So in the very beginning of this podcast, uh, the very first episode, when I talked about, you know, I kind of talked about like, you know, the difference between a space and a place. And I know I never really considered that there was a difference until, you know, God gave this to me. And as you can hear, I'm trying to flip back to the notes. But what I said was that the, um, let's see, our spaces, those broken spaces are those places that they, nothing has come to shape it and to mold it. So really our broken spaces are the places of chaos. They are the places that are seek that are awaiting order. They are awaiting God to come in and step in and speak to them to say, let there be uh, joy. Let there be peace. Let there be love. Amen. Let there be, um, wholeness and let there be spiritual health and let there be spiritual wealth. He wants to speak those things into our broken spaces. Now our broken places are places where things have already been, you know, kind of etched on in, in these territories. And again, as the God of order, he is coming to shift the atmosphere and to bring, um, spiritual order so that there can be physical peace, peace in the mind, peace in the heart, peace in the spirit. He, he comes, like I said, as the God of justice to right the wrongs. So he wants to come. He can't undo what's been done in those places, but he wants to come to heal those very areas of brokenness. He wants to come and he wants to uh, mend those, those areas that we feel like have been destroyed. He wants to step in. Amen. Hallelujah. He wants to come in and he wants to bring in all of those things. He's promised us his peace and his joy and all of the things that we can have in a life in him, as well as, he wants to bring order. Amen. He is seeking to bring order. Just like we were eager to get out of the chaos of 2020 and move into a new season in 2021, we should be eager for that in our lives as well. We should be eager and looking to step out of the chaos that has been attached to our hurt places, our broken places, our broken spaces, our um, you know, turmoil, our trauma, our grief, all of these things that have come to try to skew our perception of God and who he is and what he can do. This should be the year that we are seeking to establish order, seeking to have order restored, seeking to walk in order and, and whatever that order may look like for you in your situation, whatever. And, and God knows what we need going back to like, we're not in control. We think we know what we need. We think we know what would help it. We think we know what would fix it when God knows best. 2021 is the year, amen, to allow the same God of the God in Genesis, the God in creation to come and let his spirit hover over us. Amen. Let his spirit hover over, um, the broken areas of our life. Amen. So that he can speak into our situations so that he can speak into our lives. Um, 
we know that not only did he create light, but then he 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 created boundaries. There was a boundary between the light and the darkness. He established the night and the day. That that was a part of the order that had to be established. So not only do we want God to come in and to create and to restore and to replenish, but then he we, we need him to set boundaries in our lives. We have to understand that God has established boundaries and we have to be willing to abide by them. Light can't come creeping into the night. Light has to stay in its place. Same with us. God has established boundaries in his word. Amen. He has shown us what those boundaries are. And through the power of his spirit and yielding to his spirit. Amen. We are able to abide by those boundaries. Now, that does not mean that we don't fall short. That does not mean that we don't stumble because we are in the flesh. Paul talked about the war of the spirit and the flesh and how our spirit knows to do right. But somehow we just keep doing wrong. However, we come back to a place of repentance. We come back to a place before God to say, Father, forgive me what I did. I shouldn't have done and help me to continue in what I know to be right. Help me to crucify my flesh. Help me not to give in to the lust and the desires of my flesh, but help me to follow after your spirit. Amen. So as God has set these boundaries, as God has come in and he has established his spiritual order and he wants us to walk in his spiritual order so that the blessings that were upon the garden of eating, the blessings that he promises us, the um, prosperity that we are seeking, he can, we can have it, but it's got to be according to his way. And his way has boundaries, just like he established the boundaries when he um, created the firmament in the middle of the waters, dividing the waters um, from the uh, the waters from the heaven. And he had to, you know, create that boundary so that now this is named heaven. And we know that this is named, um, you know, we know that these are the waters of the deep. Again, he established order by creating boundaries. He does the same thing in our lives. But unlike the earth that, you know, did not have a choice as God stepped in to establish that order, we we have a choice. God gives us a choice. We have, a, we have the choice to yield to him. We have the choice to decide that we don't want to do it his, his way. He does not force us to do anything. He doesn't force it upon us. Amen. But if, but if we desire it, if we long for it, if we want to do it his way, we have, we, we, he, uh, his promises are yea and amen, but we have to yield to do it his way. Knowing that just like he can establish order in, you know, the beginning of time and creation, he can do so in our lives. And so, um, I know that we are halfway into, you know, the third month of 2021, um, but as we continue through this year and as we see, you know, we, we feel like things are starting to turn around, you know, maybe a little bit. And then for some of us, we, you know, there are some people that are still like, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still in the house. I'm not, I'm not going out, you know, to places that is not, um, you know, absolutely necessary. So for them, you know, things haven't changed. And then of course, you know, we see, we're seeing the vaccines and everything introduced and you got some people that are taking it and you got some people that are not. So my point is life as we know, knew it before the pandemic has not returned. 
but it's a matter of how are you going to see it? Whether it changes and goes back to normal or not. Know that God is still the God of order of the chaos. So even in the midst of a pandemic, even in the midst of this chaos that we can see in our eye, with our eyes, let us use our spiritual eyes to see that God is just desiring to reestablish order. He wants to reestablish the order that only one creature can break, and that's humanity. We go against the order of God. We go against the boundaries he set. We go against what he's required. And so then what he does is he allows things to happen. He allow, He sometimes will allow um, a disruption. He will sometimes allow a return to chaos as judgment. Because as I had said earlier, chaos threatens to disrupt God's order at any time. And so sometimes he will allow us to return to chaos as a form of judgment. And because we often, you know, talk about how, you know, merciful and gracious and loving and forgiving and compassionate God is, which he is, we sometimes forget that he's a God of justice. We sometimes forget that he is a God of judgment. We sometimes forget that he is a God of order. We sometimes forget that he is a God who has to set things in its place. He is a God who has boundaries and has set boundaries for his people that we must follow. So even though we're in, we're still in the midst of this, you know, somewhat chaotic situation, know that God's order is there and in, and in the things of God is everything he's, he promised. So yeah, you want his peace, but guess what? It's according to his order. It's according to his boundaries. If you feel like you are not having that peace, if you feel like you are not having the joy that the Bible speaks of, if you feel like you are not being able to have, you know, rest in those things, look for those places of chaos in your life and then seek God, pray and ask him to restore his order, not order according to how, you know, we feel it should be and how we desire things to be, but Lord, not my will, but your will be done. Restore order. Restore order in my life. Restore order in my home. Restore order on my job. Restore order in the bound, in the limitations of my life. My the the places that I um am in, the places that I dwell, the domains that I am present in. Restore your order, Lord. Your order, and help me to walk according to those boundaries that you set to not cross those lines to not cross those boundaries and know this that even when we cross those boundaries there's grace even when we cross those boundaries there's forgiveness even when we cross those boundaries there is a god uh lamentations chapter 3 i believe it's verses 22 23 it says that it is because of the lord's mercies that we are not consumed. When we cross those boundaries, amen, it is because of the Lord's mercies that he does not allow us to immediately be consumed for what we've done. Because of Jesus and the, his blood that was shed, we have the opportunity to say, I got it wrong. Lord, forgive me. Restore me. Put me back in order. Help me to get things back in order. Help me to make my, my wrong right. Help me to um, get back into alignment with your will. Amen. So 
um, just in, to encourage, and I'm going to pray, but just to encourage us to know that even where our eyes can see chaos, God is the God of order. As we submit to him, we can still walk and, uh, and operate and function in order, even when we feel like we're in the middle of chaos. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you. Hallelujah. Lord God, we praise you. We lift you up. We worship you. We magnify your name. Lord God, we just thank you that even though we are recording this episode uh, in the third month of the year, we still thank you that you saw fit to allow us to cross over into 2021 um, in our right mind with a reasonable portion of our health and strength. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Even if we've lost loved ones in, in between January 1st and today. Lord God, we thank you that you saw fit to keep us here. And that means that we still have purpose to fulfill. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just ask, oh God, hallelujah, that you step into our lives, those places where there's chaos, that you speak order, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Help us, oh God, to surrender to your will. Help us, Lord God, to walk according to your boundaries. Help us in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, to self-examine, to examine ourselves, Lord God, so that any spiritual disorder that exists in our lives, we can submit it to you so that you, oh God, can, can straighten it out. You, oh God, can get it straight in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we continuously pray for those who don't know you. We pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that you will see fit to draw them to um, open up the eyes of their understanding, Lord God, to call them out of darkness and into your marvelous light. We pray for the lost souls of today. We pray, Father God, and come against every false doctrine and every false teaching. We pray that your people continue to stand strong in faith and firm on your word, Lord God. And Oh God, help us remember that we are helpers one to another in the name of Jesus. Your word says that confess our faults one to another so that we can be healed because the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And when it is all said and done, oh God, we will be careful to give you all of the glory, all of the honor, and all of the praise. These things and all things we ask in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Be blessed. Um, I am excited for the rest of the year, excited for the episodes that are to come. And remember that God is in control and he can bring your chaos into order. Until next time, be blessed.